0: All right. Welcome back to Bible Braced. We are in our Bible study lesson five. If you have not been following along with our Bible study, I encourage you to go back to our intro to Bible study podcast episode, and then also follow through on lessons one through four so you can catch up with us. But we are going verse by verse through the gospel of John. If you are following along and doing four lessons a week, then this is lesson five will probably be the start of your second week, but obviously you can do these out of order. That's completely fine. But just to recap a little bit, we've been going through John one and so far we have gotten up to verses four and five and our focus this last lesson in lesson four was on the idea of. In him and Jesus was life, and this is both physical and spiritual life, and that life was the light of humanity, and that light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. Um, Another word for that, overcome, is comprehend, so it's not grasping hold of, it's not um, understanding fully, and uh, Jesus came so that we would know life, we would have fellowship with him. We spent some time in First John reading through that. And that is the goal of this book, the gospel of John, so that, um, we would know Jesus Christ, the son of God. It says, John wrote these things so that we would believe on him. And so that by believing we would have life in his name. So all these things are tied together. It's very exciting to kind of see the continuity of scripture and to see how there's a crescendo building as you spend time in other passages that are saying the same thing from a slightly different vantage point. And that's really exciting too. So we're coming out of verses four and five, um, in him was life and the life was a light of humanity and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness does not overcome it. So heading into verse six, if you are running out of space on your paper, then make sure you start a new sheet. Don't forget to have your column on the right-hand side, that narrow strip that you cut in half and um, have distractions in the top column, further study ideas in the bottom column. That way you can jot a quick note and get right back into our study together. And if you are starting a new page, don't forget to summarize what we studied last time on the top of left of your page under background, as we head into this new period of verses. And as we write down verses six through, let's see, we'll probably go down through verse eight. So let's do verses six through eight at this time period. And if you need to pause me, that's fine, but let's go ahead and write those verses out. All right. So a man came sent from God whose name was John. And so this right away, we're kind of doing a little bit of a shift because we've been talking about Jesus. We've been talking about him being there at the beginning, about him creating everything, about him being life, the light of humanity, the light shining in the darkness that's not overcome. And then suddenly it's almost like we back up a little bit and go down a different road. Um, Because now we hear we see a man came sent from God whose name was John. This one came for a witness in order that he could testify about the light so that all would believe through him. So now, oh, it's not quite a backing up and going down a different road. This is just a supporting character in this cast, right? We're talking about Jesus and his ministry on earth. We're talking about why he came what was accomplished in him coming. And now here's someone who's significant to his ministry. There was a man that came that was sent from God, whose name was John. This one came for a witness in order that he could testify about the light so that all would believe through him. That one was not the light who we now know is Jesus, but came in order that he could testify about the light or about Jesus. And then Into verse nine, which we won't write down in our notebook today, but just into verse line for continuity here, the true light who gives light to every person was coming into the world. So this has the idea of there is a foreshadowing of what's to happen, right? Um, So someone was sent as a witness, someone was sent to testify about this light, that he was going to come into the world. So, and then to the end of verse seven, so that all will believe through him. So that's the purpose of this testimony of this witness He's not the light himself, but came in order that he could testify about this light. So who is this man, John? Um, It's not our writer of the Gospel of John, right? Um, Because he actually references himself throughout the Gospel of John as a disciple, as the one who Jesus loved. We'll get into that as we study this. Um, And he refers to himself in other ways, too. But this is a very specific person, John. And if you know the New Testament, you probably know that this is John the Baptist. And John the Baptist has an interesting history. And so we want to read about the history of John the Baptist. We want to understand this character a little bit more before we keep going in this history of what happened. And so where will we go to find out more about John the Baptist? Well, without even having to look it up online or phone a friend, we can think through, okay, the four gospels deal with the ministry of Jesus. So most likely if there was something to be said about john the baptist ministry since he was a precursor and a witness to the ministry of jesus then we probably would find it in one of the gospels so let's just start at the beginning let's go to matthew and let's see if matthew talks about john the baptist so we have here the genealogy of jesus christ starting in chapter one and we're going down through the different descendants up to the birth of jesus and now scrolling through the birth of jesus we have wise men visiting Jesus. We have the Joseph, Mary, and Jesus escaping to Egypt. Herod is murdering children, which is super, super sad passage. Joseph, Mary, and Jesus return to Nazareth. John the Baptist begins his ministry, chapter 3. Okay, and says, Now in those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the Judean wilderness and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. For this is the one who was spoken about by the prophet Isaiah saying the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord and make his path straight. Now, I think that this is a very significant passage. However, we know that we have a little bit more background on John than starting here when he's already an adult in the ministry. And this isn't the gospel that details that because it's the first time that we see John the Baptist. So let's go ahead and write down under further study. Let's write Matthew three. And we're going to come back to this passage. Once we have an idea, if there's anything earlier about John, we can know. And then once we have fluffed that out a little bit and have a better idea for what John's early life was like and how he came to be, then we can go back and study more about him and his ministry phase. So, Matthew has him as an adult. Let's go to Mark. Start off in chapter one. Let's see what we got here. Okay, in the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, just as it is written in the prophet Isaiah. Hey, that's interesting. Matthew 3 was talking about a prophet Isaiah. Let's go back to Matthew three real quick and see if it's the same passage. I bet it is Matthew three. This is the one who was spoken about by the prophet Isaiah saying the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord and make his path straight. Now I'm in the faith life study Bible right now, the Lexham English Bible translation. And at the end of this quotation, there's a little a hyperlink I can click on. And it says a quotation from Isaiah 40 Verse 3. So let's write that down under further study. Isaiah 43. We're going to get to this later, but not yet, not quite yet, because we're trying to learn about John the Baptist as a baby, okay? So we'll get there. Let's go to Mark 1 again. Mark 1 says, just as it is written in the prophet Isaiah, behold, I am sending my messenger before your face who will prepare your way. The voice of one shouting in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord and make straight his paths. Now this, I'm going to click on this little hyperlink. And as we assumed it's from the prophet Isaiah chapter 40, verse three, just like the other one was. So that's very interesting. John was there baptizing in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Now, we want to read more about this, but not yet, because this is him as an adult again. So let's go ahead and write down for further study Mark 1. And now we're going to keep going. What's the next gospel? It is Luke. So let's go to Luke 1. Here we see. Luke's opening, since many have attempted to compile an account concerning the events that have been fulfilled among us. He's writing to Theophilus, who um, he also writes the book of Acts to. So that's kind of a side note. Luke wrote Luke and Acts. So let's keep going down here to verse five. Aha, the prediction, prediction of John the Baptist's birth. It happened that in the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a certain priest. Now we know who Herod is because we just were reading about him in Matthew, right? That he's the one who um, demanded that all those babies be killed because he was trying to get rid of Jesus before he became old enough to be a problem. So in the same days of Herod ruling, in that period of time, he was the king of Judea, there was a certain priest, Zechariah by name, of the division of Abijah, And he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron. So really quickly, we're kind of like, well, who's Zechariah? Right now, all we know about Zechariah is he's a priest. So he's from the tribe of Levi. And he's of the specific division of Abijah, which if we followed that up, if we double click on Abijah and we pull him up. And click more, we can see that Abijah was a founder of the eighth class of priests, as found in 1 Chronicles 24, verse 10. We're not going to go there right now, but that's just kind of interesting side note. So it's like a subset of the tribe of Levi. It had to do with this class of priests. This is where Zachariah is coming from. And then it says he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. So a wife from the daughters of Aaron so she's from the tribe of Levi also her name's Elizabeth and verse 6 says and they were both righteous in the sight of God living blamelessly in all the commandments and regulations of the Lord and they did not have a child because Elizabeth was barren and they were both advanced in years okay so they're both advanced in years um They didn't have a child, and the text is showing us that they were too old to have one at this point. Um, Their time of childbearing was behind them, okay? So Elizabeth was barren. She was without children. Verse 8 says, And it happened that while he was serving as priest before God in the order of his division, according to the custom of the priesthood, he was chosen by lot to enter into the temple of the Lord to burn incense. And the whole crowd of the people were praying outside at the hour of the incense offering. So Zechariah has been chosen by lot um, as according to however their custom was at this time period. He's the one that gets to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And there are a lot of people outside praying at this time of the incense offering. And Zechariah is by himself apparently in in the temple. And an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing at the right side of the altar of incense. And Zachariah was terrified. Yeah, I can imagine. Goodness. When he saw the angel and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your prayer has been heard and your wife, Elizabeth will bear a son and you will call his name, John, and you will experience joy and exaltation. That's very interesting. And many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and he must never drink wine or beer, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit while he is still in his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the sons of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before him and the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to prepare for the Lord a people made ready. Now he's saying here, the angel's saying that John will go in the spirit and power of Elijah. That's kind of interesting because we've been hearing these passages from Isaiah referenced as Testament old Testament prophecy regarding the birth of John the Baptist, but, um, or the ministry rather of John the Baptist. But here it's saying that he's actually going to go in the spirit and power of Elijah, who was an old Testament prophet who God did a lot of signs and wonders through and, used in a very important way So turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to prepare for the lord a people made ready now there's that word prepare again which we saw in the isaiah passage that is very interesting to make ready or prepare well once again Uh, We are almost out of time, and that's just crazy. I can't believe how quickly this passes. But as we're looking at this passage, we're trying to understand who John the Baptist is. There were supernatural occurrences regarding his birth and his conception, right? Because both of his parents were very old and past the childbearing years, and an angel showed up to tell them, That he was going to be born and why he was going to be on earth and what his purpose was going to be. I mean, how crazy and amazing is that? So, we've learned a lot already just from the passages we've gone to. Trust Luke, um, our doctor Luke, to cover something like the birth of John the Baptist because it's significant and it's an interesting detail. So, as we get into lesson um, six, we will cover this a little bit more in depth. But for now, Just some takeaways as we're going through this passage, you know, there was a lot happening to build up to the birth and the ministry of Jesus. John the Baptist is a good example of this here. You know, hundreds of years before that, the prophet Isaiah had prophesied that John the Baptist would come. And so I hope that fills you with joy and excitement regarding the intentionality again of Jesus's coming and of his ministry. He came with purpose And uh, there were all these things happening then that really spoke to that. So we'll get into that more in lesson six. So I will see you then. I hope you have a good day and serve our savior. Love you ladies. Bye.